0: All right, Rob, my mobile retro gaming project continues. This is something I've been kind of doing on and off ever since I ordered an analog pocket, which I, I'm i not sure when I ordered it. It was maybe a year ago now. It was supposed to come last fall. And now it's been just, it was just recently delayed until October 2021.
1: So Yeah, I, I definitely remember us talking about it you know, sometime around the beginning of sort of the lockdown pandemic last year. So it would have been about a year ago or something. Yeah, I
0: think it was. And I was, I mean, I was fortunate. A lot of people want to order these, but they haven't been able to. And I guess a combination of the pandemic and the chip shortages that are plaguing various industries right now have delayed this thing yet again. And it's a, just to remind folks, it's a really nice high-end piece of, Hardware that plays Game Boy th- games through Game Boy Advance, as well as you can get adapters for things like Game Gear, Neo Geo, and some other some other platforms. So it plays a wide variety of things. It has a really nice screen. It's kind of in the form factor of a Game Boy. Uh, it can even output to t- it can output over HDMI in 1080p. I think uh, it, it looks like a really neat. Really neat device, but it still hasn't been produced, and a lot of people are waiting to even order them I'd like to order the the dock to output to a TV, but haven't been able to do that I didn't put that in my initial order. I got my initial order in when you know when they first went on sale, and I'm waiting, but in the meantime I've spent some time uh, visiting. Lukey's Games, which is the it has become my used hardware of choice. And the thing about, I guess, the Analog Pocket that's worth mentioning is this is not like an emu- This is not em- an emulator. This is actual hardware that plays actual cartridges of uh, the original cartridges. And originally, we talked about this at some point. I got disillusioned very quickly from buying old games on eBay because there's so much, so many scammers on there. You have to pay very close attention to make sure you're not you're not buying from a Disrupt disreputable seller. So I've been buying from Luki's Games, and I can give you a link. But it's uh, it's just a it's a, just a company that sells old games online here in the U.S. and they ship mo- to most places in the world, not everywhere. And they, you know, they there's like a ninety day guarantee uh, on the games. And I've had just really good luck with them. Uh, So I've been building a collection over time in anticipation of getting the analog pocket. And now I'm just kind of frustrated because I have a a box full of, of cartridges that I can't play. Not really true that I can't play them. I also dug out things like my old Game Boy Advance SP. And I have other Nintendo hardware, handheld hardware around the house that I can use. But... You know, for the most part, these are reserved for the analog pocket, so I can't play them. So in the meantime, I started exploring the world of ROMs, which are of very questionable legality, but I have a handful of games that I can use use with an emulator. Uh, I'm using Alt Store and the app Delta on iOS. It's a very nice app that works very well with a controller, and I'm using the Backbone 1, which you just kind of slot the iPhone into it, and you can play games, and the controls, like the on-screen controls just disappear, and you use the hardware controls. Uh, Delta and Alt Store is a very interesting way to sideload apps onto an iPhone without jailbreaking your device. Uh, it does require you to have like a little server thing going in the background on your Mac and a plugin in the mail app and apps are then redownloaded and refreshed every seven days because it's using some developer loophole. It's a whole thing. That's not, it, that does tend to break <laughs> once in a while when they're, you know, OS updates. So not it's, it's one reason why I'm also just buying cartridges because I know the cartridges will actually work when I have hardware, they work on it and not have to worry about, my, uh, you know, the emulation software being broken by OS updates. So I've been doing that, but I also ordered a uh, some emulation hardware direct from China that lets you load the ROMs onto them, and it's, uh, you know, it's like a little, it's kind of like a little switch. It's not as big a screen as that, but it's maybe more like, I don't know, a Game Boy Advance maybe. It's, a, it's bigger than that. Yeah, maybe like a like a PSP or something like that. Right. It's got hardware controls on the left and right and a screen in the middle. And it's, uh, it's really well built. It looks like a really well built device and it's got a lot of good reviews. So I'm looking for that's not here yet. That's coming eventually. And I'll actually I could report in a couple of weeks probably on how good it is. Yeah, I mean,
1: the, the resolution on this screen, oh, 480 pixels across, I mean, that's...
0: <laughs> yeah, but you, don't, you only need so many when you're playing Game Boy games.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if anything, actually, you're right, like a high-res screen is actually a disadvantage if you're, like, loading up Pokemon Yellow for the first time.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing, is, like, they have, you know, with the Analog Pocket, I think they actually have built into the the firmware for the device, they have, you know, different ways to kind of handle what screen resolution was expected by the different kinds of cartridges so that it doesn't look weird because it does have a high, fairly high resolution screen on that device. Um, but I've been keeping kind of a running tally of what games I already own, what games are available only as cartridges, what games are available, on the 3 d like for instance, the uh, virtual uh, virtual console on 3 ds and which ones are available on the switch. and it's actually pretty hard to keep track of all these things because there's so many different places they can exist. and the reason I'm doing that is because you know, you mentioned Pokemon Yellow. I actually have been playing that, and that's a game I also have on a cartridge, but I've been playing that on the 3 ds via the virtual console because the 3ds has a nice screen and so i'm okay with you know you playing some of these old games on the 3ds uh especially when they only cost like i don't know seven eight nine dollars something like that and then maybe i'll get the cartridge eventually maybe i won't but there are some games like maybe pokemon platinum for instance which if i go looking for that to buy as a cartridge that's a ds game i believe that that game is like $300 yeah. for the cartridge, which is insane. I'm not going to spend that much money on a, on a uh, DS cartridge. So it kind of drives me a little crazy that Nintendo has like some of these things available in some places. They try to resell them to you a million different times on different systems. And then some things are just not available. And then the price gets really out of hand f- pretty fast.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Pokemon ones are special. I mean, I think we, we might have mentioned this last episode, but, like, they get up to, I mean, obscene prices. Like, if, yeah, if you really can do. find one, especially if you've got one that's, like, complete with the box and the manual and stuff, you know, especially, like, Game Boy and, and you know, slightly after that, I mean, they can go for the, in the thousands of dollars, um, yep. you know, depending on the quality. And it's, like... Do you know what? Yeah, it's a good game, but it's not that good. Like I know.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about, you know, buying the Bear cartridge basically uh for a few hundred dollars. I did see that an original boxed mint condition um Super Mario on the NES just sold for $300,000 recently. Yeah,
1: I saw that. I don't I I mean, I I get it. Like I get the collector mindset, but Right. I can never I can't imagine ever spending that much but I then I guess
0: if you've got 300,000 to spend on a Mario cartridge you're probably not that bothered. Uh. Yeah, no. But you know it's like this whole decision tree you have to go through where I'm thinking to myself, "All right, well, is this a game I care about enough where I'll buy the I'll spend a little extra and I'll get the cartridge?" So and sometimes the answer is yes, and so I'll do that because I know that that it's not foolproof, cartridges wear out, but At least I have the actual cartridge, whereas I know that at some point the 3DS store will get shut down and I'll lose my copy of Pokemon Yellow there. I mean, I won't lose it in the sense that as long as I have it downloaded and my 3DS still works, I'll be fine. And those things are kind of built like a tank, and I think it'll be around for quite a few years. But still not as good as having the cartridge and then you have things like roms which i'd rather not use i mean they are not (laughs) they're very questionable in their legality but uh they're they're a better solution than nothing in terms of you know sometimes these games are just not available in any other way
1: yeah that's definitely and you know yeah of course you can like you know, you could get original hardware. You know, you want to, like, go out and buy a Super Nintendo or a right. Genesis well, or that, something. But That's of course, one
0: thing I actually don't want to do, though, right? Because th- that original hardware is not very good in a lot of cases. Yeah, and, I mean, you're going to end up in a situation
1: like me where you've got this, like, huge TV cabinet with, like, cables coming out of every single socket in the TV. Right. Um, you know, and that's fine, like, you know, because these are, these are all consoles that I owned myself. You know, I haven't gone out of my way to, like... You know, buy a bunch of old consoles or anything like that, but it's still right. like, it's not that fun to try and get my you know my master system hooked up to my forty inch four K TV
0: uh, in twenty twenty one and see yeah, what it looks cause, like because
1: it looks terrible.
0: Right, right. Because you need all of these adapters and things to actually work with modern inputs, and and I have an original like SNES and Nintendo sixty four and all that, but uh, but yeah, especially with the handhelds. They tend I mean the quality of the screens is not that great on the older models. Now, I do have a Game Boy Advance S P which is about as good which is as good as the GBA got back in the day. And it's pretty it's very playable games on there. And then the the 3DS I think is also kind of, you know, it's the peak of the of that kind of era of Nintendo gaming. So that's that's a good screen to play on too, but I really don't like playing on an old Game Boy. No, no, the, it's too,
1: it's, you know, it's, it's a small kind of thing. Like, it's not particularly ergonomic. It's just this brick that's it's got not like a few back, buttons on the front lit, of it.
0: Right, it's not backlit on the older ones. And the DS screens are kind of the same way. They're too small. But but in any event, that's kind of where I am with that project. It's a slow It's a slow project. It, it's been a wintertime thing to kind of, I don't know, give me something to do when I've been stuck in the house in the cold. Fortunately now, it's things are improving here.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well we've gone we had summer last week. Uh that's over now. Um and we're <laughs> <Yeah>. back to <laughs> and we're back to I mean it snowed yesterday. Oh um, nice, not, wow. not very much, but it you know, it pretty much snowed all over the country for Yeah, you know, it was really warm an here and I, saw,
0: uh, I was looking at the weather in Dublin where my son lives and it was really cold it was like just around freezing there at the time. Yeah,
1: it's really weird. It's been a
0: very strange couple of weeks for weather.
1: Uh, But, you know, it gives us something to talk about, because that's what we like to do over here. Uh. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. It's perfect for you. I mean, look at what I'm telling you. You live in Chicago. Of course, you're talking about the weather. It's like...
0: (laughs) I know. I had one day where, where Federico texted me and said, oh, it's 23 Celsius here. And I said, oh, it's 23 here, too. Fahrenheit he's like what is that I was like oh that's really cold Federico that's <laughs> way below zero and it was it was and it was only like a week and a half ago it was I mean now it's it's like summertime weather here but it was it was very cold here not that long ago yeah yeah it's a bit a bit all over the place um
1: but uh yeah so I've been filling my time in the in the cold for whatever reasons going on this week with the boys um, yes which I is I mean this came
0: out what a couple of years ago now I think. I think so. I think it debuted about a year, about two years ago, and there's been two seasons, right? Yeah, so there's two seasons. I'm about halfway through the
1: second season, I think. Um, I, th- I just kind of been on my radar for a while to watch, but like, it, it, it's, I don't know. I, I'd never actually watched the trailer. I just kind of heard people say stuff about it, and it was like uh-huh. on my list, but I'd never really thought about it. And then I watched the trailer the other day. I was like, right, we're starting this right away because uh, this looks <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Um, right. Yeah, so I've, we've been, you know, watching that and, and it's, I mean, it's just really good. It's just kind of, it's a nice change of pace from the other superhero stuff that's that's out there. Like, I mean, I'm a big fan of all the you know, Marvel movies and some DC stuff. I'll say that tentatively, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's kind of a nice change of pace to get a bit more of a violent um, sort of comic- Adaptation, which there isn't really a lot of that. You know, a, a lot of it is kind of sort of family, sort of teenage-friendly and, right. and below. Um, I mean, the swearing, the main guy in this, wow. I mean, he there's a lot. There's a lot of it. I mean, when you first start the episode, namazon Amazon's got this warning. I don't know if you have this in the US, but... I don't um, remember if at- there was one. It comes up with this black screen and it's got like the list of all the things you've got to look like, out for. It's like, you know, sexual content and swearing. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great then. Like as soon as I see that, I'm like, right, this is going to be a really good show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, That's great. Yeah, I, I have watched both seasons. I enjoyed it. It's very dark, I guess, is how I would put it. And I started it last year when the whole, especially the U.S., seemed in a very dark mood. And we always, you know, we always recommend some sort of media on our podcast, uh, Max Stories Unwind, every week. And I hesitated every week to to recommend this because I just felt like it for some people it might be a downer. So I I, I never did, but I I really enjoyed it myself. Yeah, I
1: I think you're right. I think you probably made the right choice there. It's definitely not um you know it's not the kind of thing that you kind of you watch to cheer yourself up it's um you know it's delicious it's deliberately sort of dark and yeah you know the things that are happening in it are not you know it's
0: not fun you don't go oh, wow superheroes you go oh god that's awful right it's like well if there really were superheroes here are all the terrible things that might actually truly happen that aren't heroic at all <laughs> right exactly um
1: but yeah, no, I've been really enjoying that. I didn't, it Feels like a weird recommendation to make, like two years after it came out. But you know, here we are.
0: Yeah, no, here we are. I mean, but it'll it'll be coming back, I assume, at some point. I I don't really have a good sense for what kind of schedule Amazon is on with its originals. There aren't that many that I've watched over time, but that's one of the better ones. Yeah, I mean, that schedule is is weird. What was the uh, the man in the high castle?
1: Yeah, um, there was like two seasons of that, or or three. And then there was this huge, like, two year gap. And then they were like, oh, there's the final season. And I was like,
0: I've forgotten everything that's happened now. It's like, it's too late. I'm not going to watch this now. You know, I ended up doing the same thing. I watched the first season, I think. And I don't think I actually watched the second season, but then I thought it was just done. And then all of a sudden, there it popped up again. And I never, I never went back to it. But, uh, but yeah, that's the boys is definitely worth watching.
1: Yeah. And, um, the other, well, I guess more, more TV movie stuff, they finally announced what they're doing with Black Widow, which yeah, is... Yeah, they
0: finally gave up, basically, and said they're going to put it on Disney+, Plus, right? Right. I mean, apparently it's
1: also going to be in the theaters as well, but I mean, I yeah. guess that's dependent on the country and the specific area you live in, whether that's even going to be allowed. Right. Um And like after they announced this, I went on Disney Plus to see because I didn't know what the actual price was in the UK for this Premier Access thing. So I checked that Dragon movie they've got, Um, and and I saw the price and it's like twenty pound I think. And you know I just sort of didn't really think about it. And then like two or three days later, I said to said to Jess, I said, "I'm going to pay that twenty pound to watch Black Widow when it comes out." Like I'm not waiting. Um, And she was just like, "Yeah, I knew you were going to say that." (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah i didn't realize that it was an extra on top which is kind of a bummer but not surprising i guess
1: yeah so it's the same thing that they did with uh mulan, Mul- mulan and that's what I say. the uh and the whatever this dragon one is that's on there at the moment um but i'm not I mean, I'm not convinced either of those are a particularly good test for this Premier Access thing because I don't think anyone is no. really scrabbling to watch those movies.
0: <laughs> yeah, this probably has a broader audience, I would think. Um, what? When does that come out? I don't even remember. Uh, so it is going to
1: be uh, July 9th. It's. I mean, it says in the United States, but I assume that's everywhere.
0: Yeah, I um, don't think
1: so. So, so yeah, it's not I mean, it's a couple of months, I guess, to wait. Um, but I mean, it's, it's kind of crazy. I mean, this was supposed to come out in May last year. Um, and you know, here we are, (laughs) it's going to be like over a year since the original release date before it's come out and they've moved other movies around and done other stuff. I mean,
0: we've taken advantage of the HBO thing where they've been releasing some things for a month or so on HBO while they're also released in the theaters. And I got to say, well, first of all, I didn't see Wonder Woman 1984. I heard it was very bad. And I heard from so many people that it was bad that I never watched it, although others in my family did. And then we started watching that Zack Snyder cut of the Justice League. And (laughs) some people in my family watched the whole thing. I watched like a little over two hours of it one day. And I just felt like I was wasting my life and I never finished it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I,
0: I've you know, I mean, you know me. I sat
1: there and watched all the '90s Batman movies back to back. You know, I watched eight Fast and Furious movies pretty much back to back over a week. I'm not, I'm not afraid of wasting my life watching ridiculous <laughs> movies, but the, the the Snyder Cut is just beyond anything I'm interested in. Like, I don't, I didn't watch the Justice League movie and think, yeah. I could see how there might be a
0: vision for this movie where it's better, and I'm certainly not watching a four-hour movie of it. And and then like two hours, not two hours, two days after it came out, they came out with a black and white version, and I just wanted to meet the person who said, yeah, I want more, and this time in black and white. <laughs> oh my God, I don't know. I just,
1: and and I just, the money, I think it was like $70 million they spent making this version of it and i thought yeah. god we've we've missed out on like we could have had a couple of new original movies with that kind of money um but yeah. but no we're just stuck with this like four hour monster
0: yeah it was definitely they gave him a little too much uh a little too much leeway i think it was there's a lot of a lot of filler and there's an awful lot of backstory and explaining things going on in that movie, which eventually just got so tedious I couldn't take it anymore. Not even not even you know I kind of ran out of Twitter scrolling to even do while while the movie was going. <laughs> oh so, dear! Wow, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. So it
1: sounds like you you managed two hours. I'm not even gonna. I'm not. I mean, this is another one of those weird things, though, right? Because th- this was on HBO, right, in, in the US, right? Um, and, and and again, not in the UK. Um, I think it was on like maybe Sky's thing, like their oh, yeah, streaming I've, thing, and yeah, like I've heard, right? Um, but like Wonder Woman 1984 wasn't like that's literally just I have to just buy that on iTunes or, or rent it on iTunes or whatever. So like. it's kind of frustrating to see hbo going this is what we're doing with these movies and it's like yeah in one country there's another 200 countries around the world that want to watch this stuff as well
0: yeah they've got a lot of rights issues because i'm i yeah i have heard that they they have some sort of deal with sky so they they don't cross that line in the uk
1: yeah yeah that makes sense but i mean like i said there's not been anything yet i think the I think the one that's going to bug me is I think The Last of Us TV show is going to be on uh, HBO Max. Oh. Right. Um, I, th- I think I remember seeing something that, 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 that they're involved in that somehow. Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, you know, that's going to be the one that bugs me. King Kong, that was okay. That was kind of fun to watch. I mean, I went into it with incredibly low expectations and really just enjoyed watching two giant monsters beat up each other yeah i mean that
1: i'll watch i mean that i have no problem with watching that like that sounds fine like it i know that you know there's a you can like movies in the sense that you know you really care about like how they're made and the story and stuff right But i just want to be entertained do you know what i mean i just yeah. want to sit there for two hours and watch people blow stuff up or punch each other do you know what i mean i just want to watch I just want to be entertained for a couple of hours. I don't care what the movie's about.
0: Yeah, Godzilla versus King Kong, versus Kong was very good for that because it was like at the end of a very long week and all I wanted to do was just sit down and kind of watch these creatures beat on each other and it was good. It was fun. So, I, I recommend it if you really that's all your that's all you're expecting to get out of it. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I, I, you know, I certainly don't go into these kind of movies. I think I watched um that rock movie with the gorilla Rampage Um, which is, it's kind of a ridiculous movie, but you know what? It's pretty good. Like it, it, it's as good as a movie can be that you'd expect for something with a giant gorilla and a giant crocodile in
0: it. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, definitely. I haven't seen that one. I might have to check that out sometime. All right, Rob, anything else going on with you these days?
1: No, I think, I mean, I'm just kind of sort of filling up my time and you know, twiddling my thumbs until we can go back outside again. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm just looking forward to spending some of my days outdoors, which is nice. It's been warm enough here that I'm starting to do that, but I'm looking forward to doing more of it soon.
1: Yeah, definitely. Wow. Yeah, it should, should be another couple of weeks, or maybe next week, I think, and then I can start potentially going out and doing some things because stuff will start opening again. So Nice. Yeah. So in a couple of weeks, you can hopefully tell me about your Handheld thing that you've
0: bought. I will. I will. I've got my eye on the front door right now, keeping an eye out for it. It could come. It could come today, any day now.
1: Yeah, like a kid at Christmas. He's just
0: like just waiting.
1: <laughs> All right. Well,
0: I will speak to you in a couple of weeks then. All right. Sounds good.